Hello and welcome back to the X Curse. Today, returning guest, our first returning guest on the X Curse, Mira. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Thanks for having me back. How are oh, you? I'm I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, first of all, I guess you know, congratulations on the album. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess. Tell us all about it. How was the production? How was the release? Because we we talked. You were in production when we talked, right? So, you know, how is it? How did it go in the end? Yes, yeah, so this is quite a few months back, isn't it? When was the last excursion? Was it in December? Oh, I, I want to say January. January. Yeah, Jan December, January, somewhere like that. So yeah. it was before, because we were talking, we were talking about it, it was before you did the, um, it was before you did the, what I call the Weeping Willow uh, oh, yeah. cover from King's Quest V, uh, which you released on Valentine's Day. So it was before Valentine's Day for sure. Definitely, yes. So, oh, I've been, I, I was crunching hard on the production since January, I think. Mm -hmm. And I still had to tie up so many loose ends. And as always, when you do most things on your own, it's just, it, it always takes longer than you think it will, even if you work 12, 15 hours on it a day oh, yeah. sometimes. Um, but yeah, as always, it's always, it's also rewarding to mm. do. And you, you can take it in the direction in which you want to take it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it went really well. It's been really well received and I'm really honored. Um, whenever I hear, you know, people say they've listened to it on loop and the it's feedback just the sweetest has been thing. so nice. I, know, I, I was looking so at sweet. the feedback the other day and it's just, oh, you've got such a positive fan base. It's like so positive all the time. It's so nice. Oh, they are the sweetest. They really are. Yeah. And like the music video as well. Like people were just so nice with that as well. Oh, oh you did such an amazing job on this. Thank you so much. Well, so did uh, your friend, who, uh, your your best friend. Uh, amazing. Explore. Yes. You. Yes. Amazing uh, photography. Um, incredible. So it was easy to work with because I already had great shots. <laughs> so it was, it was nice. Just had to remove a few people up on the tour, which is always the problem. I think with like somewhere like Glastonbury it's like oh it looks lovely but you're always gonna have people up there you yeah know. no matter where you go <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it was funny when we shot this actually we went up I went up there in a ball gown and firefly yeah. pants princess of petal mm -hmm. dress and uh everyone thought I was off to a wedding <laughs> oh did you get congratulations yes yeah they thought you did, know, did was... anyone think you'd ran from a wedding or were no. they like they thought you were on your way? Yeah, that's obviously good. with a unicorn horn and crown because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. you roll in Glastonbury. Yeah, um, that was hilarious. But uh, I, I'm kind of used to walking around in in, in flamboyant clothes and, and they're used to these you days. doing and, it. Yeah, you know whether whether I'm Red Riding Hood or, or mm. someone else. It's, it's actually quite fun. I do enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> and, well, especially in Glastonbury, it, it's just yeah. that vibe, isn't it? They're it just, is. They're just super chill over there, you know. Yeah, they probably think I'm always dressed like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. This is a weird thing, isn't it? Like, as an artist, you kind of do something. And I imagine that there are people out there, like, you know, your followers online that probably think that is like you every day. You're like dressed in you yeah. know, those dresses and like constantly, like, you know, it'd be a lot of work every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go through phases where I really like to dress up um, just for just for myself. And there's mm -hmm. no photo shoot or project involved oh, yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, you know, I, I do, of course, also get my days where I just want to wear a hoodie and yeah. just comfortable clothes. Usually, actually, when I'm when I'm recording or when I'm editing. Throughout. You need to be comfy when you're editing. You do. And I, I'll, I'll tell you a secret that I don't tell many Well, you're people. about to tell everyone. I know. So. I'll tell you all the secret. And it's not, it's not actually that exciting. So... I, I like to wear pajama bottoms when I when I mix music because it's so the most comfortable. Do I. Now, do I don't mix music, yeah. but I do edit video. Yeah. And yes, photoshopping <laughs> or, or video editing, just yeah. as comfy and, yeah, comfy as possible. Exactly. We were discussing on the way here the, the benefits of oversized hoodies yeah. and, and how comfy they, they are. They are underrated. Absolutely they are. underrated. And of course, you were producing it during the winter as well. So you need that, you know, you need yeah. that warmth and that comfort. Absolutely. No, it was it was amazing. I, I like living in those sort of clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's the way to be for sure. But um, yeah, so, you know, obviously production. How long did production take in the end? Ages, because I'm using Pro Tools. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Pro Tools <laughs> Pro Tools is great it's um for, for those people who also make music they'll probably agree that it's quite slow though it's slow handed everything takes a long time or maybe that's just me but um you know Kaylee Law Explore my best friend he mm. also makes music and he uses Ableton and when we made Heart Armor together I could see just how quickly his 
his process is compared to mine just because of Ableton versus Pro Tools. So, so are you thinking about wanna, switching? I do want to switch. I don't want to go too nerdy on here because it might be boring for most people to hear. It's you know, not boring but... to me. We oh, can right, talk good. about it later <laughs> if <laughs> yeah. it's too nerdy for here. I like getting nerdy. It's fine. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's it, it was it was kind of slow, but at the same time, I didn't really want to learn something entirely new and then plunge myself into production because I didn't want to keep people waiting for too long you know it's I felt I felt like I already took so long in getting it all together um it just it just felt like it needed to be out there and also I hadn't told anyone about the release date as we said earlier because I didn't want to I didn't want to not make the release date and then announce it because you just never know what's going to happen so I really wanted it out on um, the National Unicorn Day, which was the 9th of April. And I thought, oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anyone, but I'm gonna keep it in there as as at the date to aim for. And I'm so glad I made it in the end. But yeah, it took took a long time. I, I started in January, and then I only just finished in the week before um, the release. So it always takes time. It's the problem with we we just discussing this as well just now that that like when you put the pressure on yourself by giving yourself a date even if you don't publicly give it you're like this is the date i want to do it and it was perfect unicorn national unicorn day like i didn't even know that day existed but what a perfect day for you to release your album like it's so you it, it's it's perfect you're gonna to have to release every album on national unicorn day now and that's gonna to have that's to be your aim from good. now on yeah. <laughs> we'll always know when the albums are coming out because like national unicorn day and now the pressure's on you see now everyone knows when the they know when it's gonna come out yeah it has yeah. to be that day no yeah. when i found out about the date i thought oh hang on this is too perfect i have to make it happen absolutely yeah. so now you've finished production and now obviously the mp3s are out there um you can get the digital version mirror morningstar shop 2 i think it is yes um and I'll put a link in the description and whatnot. But also, you're now working on getting the CDs out because, of course, there was the, the the physical release as well. How is that going? Because that's a big task in itself. It is because I um yeah I had I had a few hiccups, technical mm. hiccups and, and other stuff. So I'm sorry about the delay for everyone who's been asking. And also, It'll be also away, thank you, you know. for asking. That's really sweet. Um yeah, they are coming out. Um they are on order and. They're going to be really cool eco digi packs, which I'm really excited That's about. Awesome. Yeah. So there's no plastic on them. You know how when you have a digi pack and you open it, and there's usually a, a little plastic yeah. thing that the CD sits in. This one's going to be recycled cork and cardboard, but it looks really cool. That is. So awesome. that works with the whole forest theme and you know yeah. being in, being in uh, harmony with nature. And it just felt wrong to me to have something again, you know, that is plastic. So I'm trying to get away from it as much as I can. So. Mm. I'm really happy that I found that. Um, but yeah, obviously these little things and, and putting things, putting putting a lot of thought into details like that takes time. And that's also why it's, it take a bit of time. It's worth it though. It's going to yeah. be worth it to get it right. And like you said, the eco thing is awesome. It's perfect, especially for, for an album that's so nature-based. Uh, it's absolutely great. Um, so I thought, if you fancy, we'll go through all the songs. Yeah. Because I made a few notes. I was, I was trying to be professional today. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll start Curious Forest Spirits, name of the album and also name of the first song. Um, I was, I, I, I love, one of the things I really love about this album, and I know you're, because of your love of uh, classic adventure games, Sierra Adventure Games and whatnot. These albums, especially this one, it feels like uh, an adventure game. The, the opening of this to me it was like uh this this opening track it felt really sort of king's quest or like ultima it's got that kind of feel uh oh, which cool. I, I, I personally anyway um and i quite liked it because it's quite dark and kind of mysterious it's you know it's got that kind of dangery kind of thing to it as well you know um but what was your kind of thought process with the first song so curious forest spirit the first track um i wrote in lockdown when i really really missed the forest and nature because i yeah. couldn't really get to them i wouldn't go on public transport i don't drive yeah. i had no forest near me so and i i didn't leave the house for three months so <laughs> I, well it was you know it was real dangerous real was, fear and, and yeah so, but at the same time i just felt so disconnected from it all i really needed to be in the forest so i, I sort of transported myself there and and imagined and ima i imagined walking through a dark forest and i think that's that's where you've pick up on the darkness yeah, there's definitely that vibe a mysterious I, I dark vibe. forest but it's it's not not threatening it's just no it's just mysterious like, i think yeah. more than dark maybe it's like mysterious yeah. and like unknown 
So you, you walk into the unknown and, and you know when sometimes when you walk into the woods and you feel like you're watched, but not by anything sinister. It just feels like you're not quite alone and there's something mm. out there looking. Watched by nature. Yeah, watched by nature or by, you know, forest spirits. So I sort of imagined mm. as I wrote the song that behind the trees, you always get these little spirits peeking out at you and looking yeah. at you whilst you're walking through the woods. And that's 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 kind of what the song is about really it's just a little exploration of sound and um trying to transport the listener to the forest oh that's really nice i love it I, it's it's such a nice opening um and one of the things i really like and we'll obviously get to it as, as we go through but i love the the progression of the songs through the album because you keep that nature theme and we keep coming back to nature throughout the album uh, with the natural sounds and natural noises and things um I, I absolutely loved that and i got a real sort of um almost 50s 60s uh fantasy sci-fi vibe from some of the keys in the opening track as well which i really oh, like right. i don't know if that was intentional but that's kind no. of what i got from it <laughs> i'm like a, a musical idiot so i don't really know anything about music but you know, it's a kind Neither of do I. Me. you <laughs> definitely no do idea. you're pretty accomplished at this at this stage <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and then obviously that takes us on to black feather lane the first song with lyrics on the album and um oh, this one i i i thought it was i don't know it's almost got like a war drum in, in the beginning you know that that kind of like uh that that kind of um a driving kind of drum beat through uh through and then you get to that lovely chorus and it kind of all becomes nice but what was your inspiration for for black feather lane and what was that that's funny that you call it war drum. Well, that's see, that, this is me. I'm, you know, because it, it opens with singing hard armor, just the one, just yes. say hard armor, and then it, it's sort of, sort of like re revisiting that theme, but in a different way. Um, it had nothing mm. to do with the original hard armor song, but it was just the theme of the hard armor returning because I needed it at that time. Um, so it starts off with yeah, hard armor. You start talking about walking away from the battlefield. Exactly, and, yeah. and then you, and, and you mentioned the war drum. So um, yeah, so this song is about not only choosing your battles wisely, but sometimes it's the best to just walk away from it all. And again, this was this song. I, I wrote a blog post about it um, and how how it all came together. It's again, it was uh, a lockdown song, and mm. uh, I needed to I needed to get out. And it was the first time that I left the house after so many months. And again, trying to see the woods, um, and I I decided to walk there and and take a long hike. I never quite made it um, to the woods that I wanted to visit, which were Budley Woods. Okay. According to Google Maps, they exist, and there is a way. That, <laughs> you have yet to find but, them. But apparently, they exist. But in my reality, they don't exist. <laughs> I walked there so many times. I don't know if they're in a different dimension that I still need to unlock. But um, I haven't made it to Butley Woods. At least I don't think I have. But what I, where I did make it to was some other woodlands. I, I think it's near Walton now, actually. But anyway, the way the way I I I, I came to find it was by listening to nature itself i just i just asked nature to show me the way and then i started following random animals that seemed to be on the way a little bit like an adventure game you yeah know? Like it was a yeah. black cat with a purple bow and this, that's so alice in wonderland and i met this cat i thought oh well where are you from and then this cat started to walk into a specific direction i thought oh, i'm gonna follow this cat for a bit and then i you know met a bumblebee and then this bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so bizarre. That was great. And then and it was just my little adventure. And then this bumblebee went off in another direction. I thought, okay, I'm going to go in the direction mm -hmm. of the bumblebee. So I really just followed nature. And by doing so and chucking away my map, I actually did find a little bit of forest. And Se that's what the forest. song is about. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was in Black Feather Lane in the forest again, because I, ah. I found that this little piece of woodland by following a murder of crows. And there were loads of, it was like, I forgot to take a picture, of course you do at that yeah, moment. Of course, yeah, yeah. But there were feathers everywhere. It, it, was, a, it was a whole little path full of black feathers. And I That's thought, amazing. wow, this is amazing. I must be on the right track. And then that led me to the woodlands. So now, of course, <laughs> this song, one of, one of several that has bird noises, this one has some squawking, which I immediately assumed was snow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The the secret's out because you actually, you actually posted about this the other day. You actually, you know, yeah, admitted the truth. It was yes. not snoo. I do make crow sounds. And you butt. make very convincing ones because it convinced you. me. I, I had no idea. I assumed it was snoo. So I well, was... he taught me. He of taught course, me he's a good it. teacher. 
Yeah, he's a very good vocal coach, um, <laughs> along with my actual vocal coach, Karin Klok in Germany. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, Snoo coaches me where others can't, because um, I had no idea how to do those sounds. And because he can, he can imitate my voice perfectly, he can then also show me what it would sound like if I made certain sounds. Yeah. So then I copy him, so I'm more of a parrot than he is, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that was that was fun. I think he taught me this years and years ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Well, he's been around a long time. Yes, yeah. over thirty now. Yeah. Um. So that takes us on to Meadow Walk into Sunset or into the Sunset, I think. Yeah. Um. And uh, oh, again, return to nature, and we get all of the the nature noises. And this one really, I think, it embodies the the title of the song as well. It really feels like exactly what the title is um which i i really love um and then of course i was gonna i was gonna bring up we we get that lovely uh the, the lovely build with the keys um and then we get some water and i asked you earlier i was like, is this, was this the springs was this the glastonbury spring because it sounds like it if you've been there it's kind of like that's what it sounds like uh was it yes of course it was, it was. Yes. yeah I, fe I felt like it needed to be in there um, I guess the, the Glastonbury Red Spring and the White Spring, they're just so magical and how can you not include them in your music when you're, you know, there when all the time. Doorstep. Yes, yeah. so I recorded it with my phone, actually. Um, oh, really? So they, the yeah. audio quality is fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Phones are amazing these days. Yeah, Like know, the, the technology the now is like... <laughs> Back in the day, that wouldn't have been possible with no, a phone, would it? <laughs> no, but even video as well. Like video these days on mm. phones, just it looks so incredible. It's it's mind blowing. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, really, really impressive. But uh, so that's oh yeah, so nice. Yeah, you have to you have to have it. You know, there's there's so much of Glastonbury. I feel like in this album that you needed some real Glastonbury sounds. Yes, absolutely. I always try and put a bit of Glastonbury in there. I mean, it's one of my main inspirations and mm. living in such a magical town such a creative town it's just it, it, there is no way it can't bleed into your music um absolutely yeah now i'm assuming knowing you that uh meadow walk into into the sunset was literally that for you because i know you love your sunset walks yes. up onto the tour <laughs> i'm assuming that was the inspiration for this song yeah it was it was in the meadows um mm -hmm. but this song is actually quite old or the idea um is oh, quite okay. a few years old it was on woods of hope but it was only a very short interlude. It was only about a minute or so long. Okay, I but didn't people, pick up on that. People loved it so much, though. Mm. And, and I thought, well, maybe I should make it a little bit longer, a bit more immersive. Yeah. So that's what I did for this album. That's oh. why it's called diff it's, it's got a different titles, Meadow Walk Into the Sunset. Ah, and before okay. then, it was just called Meadow Walk. Ah, of course, and we'll get to but Return was... to the Woods of Hope as well yeah. in a little, little while. So, um, yeah, I just, I just made it longer and bigger and better, I think. Um, yeah i prefer it like this and oh it's a wonderful song it's it's really really nice and like i said it, it really does embody that title which i really like yeah, you know um, the feeling when you walk through a really thick meadow and the grass is really tall and the sun is really low and it's just such a lovely warm summer evening vibe that's the kind of feeling i'm trying to convey in that song i i think you succeeded oh. <laughs> you know I, I think you succeeded um and then of course next I, I know this song very well now, uh, Disciple of the Cloud. Yes. <laughs> um, another another uh, lyric song. Um, and uh, my favorite, with no bias, because I said before, even before I knew it was going to be a music video, I said it's my favorite song on the album. My absolute favorite song. Um, so, you know, what was, what was the inspiration for that? So there were several things that went into that. Um, first of all, the title was inspired by King's Quest 2. That's why I wonder oh, maybe that's yeah, why love, you like it I so love much. the King's Quest references. <laughs> so um, the the little part with the with the with the Pegasus mm -hmm. that's that was part of the inspiration. Just how dreamy everything feels in that yeah. scene. Um, and wasn't it wisdom? The wisdom of the cloud or something in there? I felt like I felt like it needed to be in this song. And mm. this whole song is is very. Um, it's got a spring feel and and um theme to it and i i finished writing it um when was it when we just started to get out out of lockdown and it was supposed to be it was supposed to give you hope and elevate you out of that uh, out well, of that it, negative one of the lyrics is yeah, elevate yeah. out of that negative emotion and you know embrace the new and, and blossom again it's a very again. uplifting song yeah yeah that's what that one's about <laughs> yeah no it's great yeah 
Um, yeah, this I don't know if this is really awkward going through every single song. No, but it's I not. Was, I, like, had, you know. I, like I said to you earlier, it's a little bit tricky sometimes because when I write it, I don't really. It's not conscious. You don't necessarily thought. think about I it. I don't and, think. Oh, I'm going to mm. do this consciously. It's a. It's more like an internal thing, and then it. And then once it's out there, I feel like it's kind of obvious, where, but it isn't, is it? Is well, and, obvious... and people get different interpretations, I guess. Yes. You know, you, you never know how people are going to interpret, um, you know, a song, um, which is kind of interesting in a way. You know, there's, I think it's a lot more kind of potentially cryptic than, you know, like when I work with film, it's like, you know, usually unless you're unless you're choosing to be, uh, you know, kind of vague or mysterious you can be very kind of this is clearly what i mean whereas with music there's a lot of interpretation that goes into that and people's own sort of thoughts and, and whatever so it's kind of interesting at least it's interesting to me i oh. don't know if it's interesting to anyone else it's interesting to me what like the, the kind of thought process that's gone into the you know into those songs and stuff so yeah i feel like music can can articulate things and communicate things that are really difficult to put in words and that's why Absolutely. it's then difficult to put in words afterwards mm. <laughs> because I've yeah 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 to kind of translate music. it back again yeah. Is, yeah 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 absolutely um and then of course we move on to unicorn dreaming uh which i thought was like a, a really nice progression from uh meadow walk it kind of it's it's it keeps that theme of, of nature sounds and things come back in and it feels like a natural progression from that song which i really loved um it's just like full of nature it's it's one of the most naturey songs on the album, I thought, um, and really, and and again, I, unicorn dreaming. It's very dreamlike. I think with the keys and you know the sounds and stuff, it's it's really kind of dreamlike. And then you've got your kind of ethereal vocals kind of coming in over the top as well. It's 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 really really nice, um, and I really love the bass line in the second half as well. So yeah. I'm just looking at my notes occasionally because I was I was making notes this 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 morning. Um, so yeah, what was your thought process with this of course it released on unicorn day yes. which is perfect yes so um unicorn dreaming i wrote when i had a migraine that lasted about three days funny enough that it's amazing I, that something so nice came out of something so horrific yeah well that's that's the whole story behind behind realm of the unicorns you know that i i wrote that when i was in so much pain and it, it really helped me <laughs> and it's good that it helps you as well you mm. know it's, it's, a, it's a process that helps you as well as the listener i think if know. it can help you there's a potential that can help others as well because everyone's Absolutely. got everyone's got a different set of ears and different sounds mm. that they find soothing but you know it's not it's, it's it's once you find something that works for you chances are it might work for somebody else as well even if they just enjoy listening to it doesn't yeah. necessarily well i mean that to... in itself helps doesn't it yeah <clears throat> so um i had a three-day migraine that just wouldn't budge no matter what i did um funny enough i've not really had migraines since then um, well let's hope that i think yeah stays the way, you know yeah. stays that way i think that's the diet change mainly but anyway yeah um so i i i as i did with realm of the unicorns because i I do talk to my unicorn friends in their mm -hmm. realm and um, I did say to them, well, can you help me create something that will soothe this migraine for me, please? And then I, I literally just, I just do that. I ask for it. Um, I ask for their assistance. Um, sort of like people would say a prayer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And um, very Glastonbury thing to say, but, <laughs> and um, then it, it sort of, it feels as though I'm then almost channeling something. It doesn't really feel yeah. like it's me anymore. I don't really know the process of how did I find this sound or, um, you know, why did I choose this or why did I do that? I just do it and I just I just go with the flow completely and then put things together and then before I know it, it's it, it's something and it's something really relaxing. So, and also the fact I think when you can write something or when you can bear certain sounds during a migraine attack. Then chances are those are very soothing. Soothing, sounds. yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to be too annoying for anything else. So yeah, that's how that one came about. It was um, it was inspired by a migraine, and I do I do feel like um, you know, my unicorns are always there uh, and out to help, and they do stand for healing. So mm, and yeah. I throughout writing that, I I kept thinking um of a unicorn just lying in the meadow somewhere and sleeping and wondering what a unicorn's dream would be like. Mm -hmm. So, so it is literally it. unicorn dreaming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And that takes us into uh, Whispers of Fern and Moss, which uh, I thought is is like these two songs. I, a lot of the songs, I think, blend really well into each other. Like if you listen to the album as a whole, it really comes together nicely and it's like a natural progression. But unicorn dreaming into this feels like it's almost seamless to me. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's 
great uh and i think it definitely has it's got that nature thing but again it goes back to that kind of i don't want to say dangerous but dark kind of mystery mystery you know there's that kind of mystery and i kind of got like that almost yeah king's quest walking down like a mysterious path or you know something like that but what was your what was your thought process with this one this was another woodland song so whispers yeah. of fern and Mars. i certainly got that yeah <laughs> um what was the thought process it was the it was embracing a proper woodland again after all these lockdowns that was yeah. this was the first time well, when that, I went that's into a lot real... of this album isn't it it, it is it, it yeah. was born out of you kind of being in lockdown and then coming out or yeah. just wanting to get out of when lockdown. you can't go out you have to go within and i think this is what happened with this album a lot um but yeah this song was when i when i finally found myself surrounded by moss and trees and, and leaves again and i was just so happy that when i came home i had to again put that into sound so this this song actually came from your first trip out after lockdown yeah and you actually got yeah, some so freedom and got some because the yeah. last time we talked on the podcast actually we, we did discuss this and we, we were saying you know you were saying how nice it was to finally go out and yeah back in nature and stuff so, i think that's so probably when i wrote that, that song yeah oh that's really um, interesting because yeah. in black feather lane i did find a little woodland area but it wasn't it wasn't a proper forest you know yeah. there's thick forest and then there's there's a bunch of lovely trees that you mm. feel like you, you can have some sanctuary and that's more what black feather lane was about but um yeah whispers of fun and moss it really felt like um had all these it did feel like the, the nature was speaking to me and yeah pulling out yeah. and 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 just connecting with it again and you know when you when you've been to the woods for some time um i forgot i forgot the actual term um there's a japanese word for it isn't it uh for forest bathing but uh, what happens was it not sure yeah there is a there is a name for it and i always forget i should remember really um but forest bathing is so good for you it mm. it actually enters your pores when you're out there this is why you feel so different when you leave the woodlands it's it's a scientific it's it's, it's got scientific backup that it, mm -hmm. it enters the particles of the forest they enter your pores and your whole system mm -hmm. i mean our pores you know we 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 get everything through there like yeah everything enters us and that's why pollution is bad for example mm -hmm. so it, it it you become one with the forest and i and and i think not just in a spiritual sense obviously in a physical in sense. a physical yeah yeah so and, that's and like why you said that's so been relaxing. proven to, yeah. to actually have an effect on you and your well-being as well yeah um physically and mentally i think you know um, absolutely you know uh and and a lot of people just don't ever experience it anymore you know no or they think i, I used to think i made it up i thought oh if I go in the why is it that it feels so great after I've been in the woods? It's not just because you see a bunch of trees and it's green and it's quiet. It helps. It, it, it helps. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's obviously there's a there's a chemical reaction happening in your body as well. That's something I was never aware of before. Yeah, which I find pretty fascinating. That's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that. Um, but then uh, of course we move on to Wonderlust, which uh, returns to the melody of uh, Curious Forest Spirits um and um yeah this one's really magical it's like really delicate like delicate keys and just kind of magical and lovely <laughs> and this one is just a, a cute little um this one's more like a little interlude yeah um, it, it does it kind of wait. yeah it reminds us of the the first song and it kind of takes us into the second half of the album yeah it's yeah. literally just like a little you know you wonder last and and it's um it's inspired by adventure games <laughs> of course yes of course i i, I bet you can hear that well that I, I said to you didn't i when you sent me the album that night i was like i was listening to it during the day and i was like oh, do you know i really want to play some king's quest now and i think you know it's obviously why because it's so inspired by by those old uh, adventure games Aww. um but then of course we go back to uh woods of hope return to woods of hope uh, which has the same melody as Woods of Hope as well. So it's a, it's a proper sequel to, to Woods of Hope. It is. It's pretty much the same thing, but, but reimagined and revisited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I just felt it had to, it had to come back because it was too, it was just too applicable for Curious Forest Spirits. And mm. the whole Woods of Hope theme is something that I've, that, that I'm still growing on. And, um, you know, one day I do hope to have my own little piece of woodland that's protected and, where I can plant lots and lots of more trees and um, have uh, give give a home to lots of animals that need sanctuary and you know have my own little animal rescue. That's one of my biggest dreams. And I feel like that's the that's the dream of every vegan. Yeah, we're, yes, we're all like, it? if I had if I had the money, 
yes have a sanctuary <laughs> i think like, every vegan says that I, like, know, I, right? I know i'm like if i if i was a millionaire tomorrow i'd be like I'll have a sanctuary that's yeah what i'll do you know um so yeah that's that's lovely i i think this this one kind of uh it's almost ominous in its opening again it's kind of got that like dark mystery um but then you've got that the the kind of real sort of pacey guitar sounds from from woods of hope it's kind of continuing on through this which i, I really really liked um and uh yeah lost in woods of hope again um i i love that it's, it's so nice and I, like there's that kind of like i said there's almost that mystery and like unknown like you're lost but it's not a bad thing no i feel right. like lost when in you a get, good way when you get lost in the woods i often feel like i mean even though if i don't know where yeah, if you I'm get going, lost in the city I it's find... awful <laughs> it's just rubbish <laughs> exactly <laughs> but if i get when i get lost in the woods i often feel like i, I find pieces of myself so, mm. and that that's kind of what that was about when i started writing it you even though you feel lost sometimes that makes you find things about yourself that you didn't know were there before not just when you're in the woods but just the feeling of being lost in general yeah. it, it just it just spurs on personal growth doesn't it it definitely does so it being, may look dark but it but there is light the at the end of the tunnel as well and and you know being away from everything is is just really healthy i think for your for your mental well-being yeah like you know really. even if it's just half an hour an hour a day just get lost for a bit and yeah it's 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 lovely and and i love that you have returned to woods of hope like you know you were like oh, i want to i want to continue this and maybe there'll be more woods of hope in the future future albums you know come back to it again i think like heart armor there will always be little um uh, elements variations and elements mm -hmm. of it there's just certain themes that i'll always revisit i think yeah yeah um and then we move on to uh with a piece of the moon you're never out of uh, never out of stars which is a wonderful title i love oh, that you. title um that's really really nice um and it kind of opens almost quite kind of opens a little sad i thought you know but then as it goes on it kind of you know oh it was inspired by a sad occurrence i, I lost a friend um, yeah yeah very dear friend of mine and um i wrote this in her honor and um for her funeral actually yeah um and the title came from well, so first of all she loved forests as much as i do yeah we had a lot in common she was more like a sister in that sense mm -hmm. and um i knew that she would she would have loved the sounds that i used in this one yeah and um yeah so when when i came up with the title i actually went through i went back through all of our old messages you know when you go through a dialogue that's so many years old and there are yeah. things that you've totally forgotten about mm -hmm. well she used to make me a lot of stuff and she um made me the scarf years and years and years ago oh that's lovely and she said oh i've almost finished your scarf mm. i'm just i've just run out of stars and i'm just waiting for them uh, to come okay. back and i thought that's really poetic i've it just is, run yes. out of stars yeah. and i said that to her back then i said oh that sounds kind of poetic. It's almost like there's a song that I've, I've run out of stars. Mm. And and then she laughed and she said, yeah, there, there were obviously just beads, you know, there were star beads yeah, yeah, to put yeah. on the scarf. Yeah. But, th but that kind of in stuck. a poetic way. Yeah. yeah. And she said, oh, I'm out of stars at the moment, but, you know, I'll get your <laughs> scarves finished soon. And this one birthday, um, she gifted me a necklace which contains real moon dust. Oh, wow. really amazing. That's incredible. There's actual moon dust. Yeah. Because so, we both love the moon so much. And mm -hmm. I thought that was one of the most amazing gifts I've ever had. Yeah, that's so really cool. So sweet of her. And and then it just came together. Those mm -hmm. two things were the piece of the moon. You're never out of stars. And, yeah. Because um, we used to say, oh, we should we should turn that into a saying. I'm all out of stars is when you're tired that's or kind something. Of your or thing. when you're not. Yeah. A little bit like, uh, like, again, like in a game, you know, when you, when you collect stars as power-ups. Mm -hmm thing yeah so um that's how the title came together it just felt right and it felt um it just it just felt like it it would describe a lot of the things that we used to share together yeah that's a lovely tribute and and then obviously your vocals come in and kind of elevate everything it's just it's a really beautiful song um oh, and, and i think it kind of you know uh it does end on kind of a hopeful note and it kind of fades back into nature and it, it's it's lovely i i didn't realize that was a, a, a tribute song but it's it's a oh, really you know? lovely tribute yeah oh thank you um yeah and that's uh that kind of you know brings us to the end of the album um and yeah a wonderful wonderful album i absolutely loved it you you sent it to me uh unbeknownst to you on a on a tough day and yeah. uh, it meant a lot that you sent it to me and yeah i absolutely love it it's, it's a wonderful album um obviously you're 
deep into CD production <laughs> at the moment. Coming, trying to get that coming. done. Yeah. <laughs> but what are your your future plans? You know, um, are you do you do live performances at all anymore? Because um, I know you used to long time ago. I used ago. to here in Bristol, yeah. Oh. Um, but I, yeah, well, so with Realm of the Unicorns, life, <laughs> but doing that live would have been like a sleep fest, you know, like a pyjama fest. Everyone oh, I don't would know. Just... Yeah, I, I mean, maybe you could just set up in the <laughs> Abbey in Glastonbury. <laughs> I'd feel more like a um, like a DJ snooze or something, you know, like sending everyone to sleep with it. Or like, a, you know, I guess you could use it for meditation. Mm. But that was more like a meditation album, um, ambient meditation. So this one combines my debut album and... and realm of the unicorns i feel because you've got elements of both you've got the instrumental versions that are really chilled out yeah. like unicorn dreaming well it's not completely instrumental but you know mainly and then you've got things like black feather lane where you can hear a little bit more of my vocals and mm-hmm. um disciple of the cloud as well so i don't know um i'm not i'm not so much of a live musician but i feel like i feel like i should maybe revisit that again because it, it yeah. was quite fun yeah um <laughs> so maybe but maybe it's not it's not completely on the cards yet i'm, I'm more back in writing mode or almost already are you okay yeah that's interesting so uh, what are you writing a new album or just just seeing what happens at this point i'm gonna see what happens maybe it's a single maybe it's the start of a new album yeah. i usually know once it's happened but i could yeah so do you get that when you create uh, something you just don't quite sometimes mm. yeah you just you just write something and you're like i don't know what this is gonna be yeah it may never be anything but it's just nice to write things down sometimes, yeah. I think. You know, I, I find anyway. Um, you know, sometimes it'll end up being a, a, a short or, or you know, sometimes you end up giving it to someone else because they want something written. You're like, well, actually, I can I can adapt this to, yeah. to, 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 to be what you want it to be. Or sometimes it can turn into a film, you know, for me. Um, and I guess the same for you because you, you've had like... Um, uh, Moon Cocoon was was a single that wasn't part of an album. That was just something you did. Um, Heart Armor again, s- a similar kind of situation. Yeah. Wasn't it? it was like an EP um, with a couple of mixes. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see what happens. We'll wait and yeah. see what it is, what it so, turns out to be. So that's the musical side of it. But I I am working on a coffee table book. Um, Ooh, are you allowed to photos. tell us anything about it? Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be lots and lots of pictures and photos that I've had out there for a while but then also unreleased stuff that i haven't shared with anyone yet and then i'm going to combine that um with lyrics so it's like a lyric book slash photography book so is it going to go through your various albums Um, or is it going to be all new lyrics just written down or i'll see i mean maybe maybe some of the listeners can let us know what they'd like i'm I'm happy to put woods of hope um lyrics on there as well Mm. or just i mean there was nothing on realms unicorns of course no no but <laughs> you know with uh, the new album certainly there'll be it's not going to be a a, a a normal so to speak lyric book it's going mm. to be a combination of both and again like something that takes you away from it all a little bit with with yeah lots of photography also from glastonbury i took some really well, cool I, shots i think i i have like a, a, a i have a weird thing about art books and 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 their presentation and i always feel the you know the photos are like center stage and and those need to kind of you know be the 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 biggest element is the photos and then yeah lyrics and things like that as well it's going to be that's really nice but yeah the 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 photos is is kind of the key thing for me when it comes to an art book Um, but it's lovely i mean maybe uh, yeah like you said let us know let let Mira know. Comment and, and let Mira know. What what would you like in the art book? So is there any kind of timeline for that? Or are you just working on that in the background? I'm just working on that for now. Is that the and first also... time you've announced that? Because I didn't know that was happening. I think I've announced it before. Okay. Um, but not not officially. It was just something where I said, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. As yeah. Would anyone be interested in it? Um, and um, yeah, I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. I also want to dress up as a mermaid. Now, you told me about this. Yes. <laughs> you told me about this when I saw you in Glastonbury. Yeah, I've got the right hair color now, and much brighter than I, than I realized it would. So. so you were planning to dress up as a mermaid. Yes. For. For the coffee table book. For the coffee and table maybe, book. So it's going to be a photo shoot. Yes, and maybe I'm also going to combine it with a song. I'm not sure yet, but Ooh, um, interesting. There, there is a mermaid team that I'd like to visit as well. So, wow. Yeah. Let's see what happens. See who the, knows see if the mermaids speak to me could be a music <laughs> video as well who yes. knows
Oops. Well, we were going to maybe shoot another one. Oh, I'm, like, I'm 100% up yeah. helping wherever. That'd be fun. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed editing um, Disciple of the Cloud. It, it was really fun. It Aww. was a fun, fun, fun project. And nice to kind of get all those nature shots in there and stuff as well. Oh, he and, did such uh, a great job. Yeah. As did Katie. Everyone did. Oh, yeah. So the, 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 the Like I said before, but, you know, his shots were fantastic. Really easy to work with shots that are that great. Um, yeah, really, really nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% up for uh, for more music videos in the future but um but yeah i didn't yeah i didn't know you were doing your book that's really cool ah, that's gonna be really fun i can't believe i haven't told you i thought i did <laughs> you might have done my memory is getting worse uh, so the, is the mine. older I, get. Is it, is it, I think it's just when there's so much stuff going on all at the same time you know it's, it's yeah. difficult to keep track but the good thing is my memory's bad and then i just get excited again so yeah every time you tell me it's like the first time you've told me so <laughs> But yeah, that's that's amazing. So, obviously, you know, I, I know we, we spent quite a long time last time talking about video games and, and, and our love of adventure games and whatnot. Have you been playing anything lately? I'm assuming not, because you've been busy. No, but... I haven't. I've only played at Christmas. This is sort of the only time where I get to play, where I have my yeah. two weeks off where I really don't do anything. Do you, you have two weeks where you completely are like, I'm not working on anything, not yep. doing anything. It's two weeks of you and family time yes two weeks of family time because they're scattered all over the place yeah and you know we all do different things we're all busy you know life happens to all of us and it's it just really nice to have those two weeks time where you can completely geek out and spend time together yeah. eat all the nice things well, have lots Christmas of cheat days is, exactly you know. um and it's yeah i can't wait for that to happen again because the past few christmases although they've been lovely and i'm so grateful that you know i have everyone around me still especially yeah, during all those covert stuff you know so many people have lost family members yeah so i'm just grateful that that they're all still around um mm. so just just to say that but of course you know we could, some of them i couldn't see because of the restrictions or yeah you know because they had covid at the time and yeah come see a us, lot so. of people had covid over christmas <sighs> I and, know. And so, i mean my luckily my parents my my dad had covid but it was just before and it was just in time so that i could still see them so that was that okay. was a relief but yeah it was close i had covid in uh, november so yeah the last yeah. last week of november i think so i was really close to it as well yeah yeah <laughs> but this year hopefully so, all the family yes, back together that's and, what i'm hoping yeah. that this year we'll all be back together and it's going to feel even more special because yeah. it's been it's been years hasn't it for mm. all of us yeah um and we we did spend time together but it was mainly online so mm. I'm, I'm just glad that we can do this imagine all this happened to us with without the internet oh it would, it would be it, it would have been terrible yeah. um phone bills would have been insane yeah um yeah it's it's really it sounds awful to say but this this is probably the best time for this to have happened because if the, like you said if this had happened in the 90s or the 80s mm. what would we have done i mean that kind of isolation is difficult it's really difficult um and and at least we did have the internet to communicate and talk to each other you know it it helps absolutely yeah, absolutely helps. yeah but no i haven't played anything and uh have you played anything um no not really i mean i i kind of i've just been revisiting classics i'm always playing something i i, I i'm one of those people i tend to like i'll dive into something for like 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes and you know and then get back to something else um but yeah i did i dived into king's quest uh when i, I received the album um, I was like, oh, I want to play some King's Quest V because oh. I know it's your favorite game as well. Yes. Um, and and that's your kind of is that is it always King's Quest V at Christmas, or is it just a? a it's all of them. Pretty all of much. Them. Yeah. You, you play for all of them in the space of the two. Pretty weeks. much, except for the eighth, because that's kind of it's very different, isn't it? That yeah, one. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like but it. There's a new Monkey Island coming out this I year. I know. Actually. I'm very excited. I'm especially excited because it is from the original people. Yes. It's not one of these rubbish we get so many remakes these days and they're a remake in name only they don't involve the original uh the original creators the original people and it's a weird thing because you don't get that anywhere else really like where else do you like like imagine if someone was like it would it would almost be to me it's almost like someone being like well i'm gonna remake woods of hope by mirror morningstar but i'm gonna do it not mirror like it's like it's bizarre to think about but with video games somehow that just happens and they're like hey we're gonna make a new 
I, I don't know, a new Doom game, but it doesn't involve anyone who was originally yeah. involved in it. And you're like, that seems really strange to me. And it's so nice that like the original people are coming back. Because when yeah. I saw the headline, I was like, oh no, it's going to be like a 3D nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? I'm not a fan of 3D games. I'm sorry. Oh, I am. I'm so, are you? I am. I'm so old school. But not when it comes to <laughs> my point and click adventure. I don't want that 3d you know for me like monkey island has to be that hand-drawn style yeah. uh same with king's quest king, king's quest made that that jump and i was like no i know it's just not right it's, it's not. just not right um I, I i like 3d games if you make a 3d game it's awesome but if it if you're making something if you're rebooting or bringing back something of an old style i think you should keep it in the old style you know, have Absolutely. the courage to stick with it. But yeah. it's in good hands. The original developers, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really excited for it now. Me too. I, I kind of went from being like, oh no, to, to then I saw, I was like, oh, original people. I mean, okay. I, I played, what was it? Um, was it Ron Gilbert also who who um, released the other game that was inspired by Twin Peaks? What was it called again? Why why is it? Why have I lost it now? There was, there was inspired one by game. Twin Peaks. Inspired by Twin Peaks and X-Files. Uh, Grim Fandango? No, it's a more recent one. Um, oh, okay. Oh, you were telling me about it on the last podcast. Yeah, I've already what was it called? Why have I forgotten it now? <laughs> you see, this is what happens. Uh, I played that game and I, and I wasn't too into it. I didn't like the ending of it at all. So I'm hoping mm. that this one's not going to have an ending that's so bad that I don't want to play it again. I'm really sorry. I, I feel I just, like oh. Monkey Island is so beloved. And if the original creators are coming back to it. I would like to think they're coming back to it because they have something to say and something, I hope you know. So. I mean, Monkey Island 5 was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I don't think fun. there's really been a bad Monkey Island game, in my opinion. I, I've enjoyed all of them, but um, I'm, I'm super excited for that. And I hope, I, I always have this kind of hope of like, well, if they come back and if they do Monkey Island really well, then that might inspire other creators to go back to their original yes. you know their original works and, and bring things back because the um the old um i forget their name the the uh, owners of sierra the old owners of sierra oh ken and roberta ken williams, and roberta williams. Yeah. they have announced recently they're coming back yes, to make I know. a game and that's, and that's really cool i'm really um, excited for that they were like so many people's childhood mm. just around sierra and those those kind of games it was lucas arts and sierra when it came to point and click and and um and yeah i think sierra as good at times if not maybe better at times than than lucas arts you know they kind of yeah much sierra as i love have a perfect they just have this special place in my heart there absolutely so many games that are all so of the quest games king's yeah. quest space quest quest for glory uh all of that stuff is terrific so hopefully we'll get some more um you were telling me obviously about the um uh mages initiation yes i want to know I, I what still made need you to are. play i will well i will let you know soon i, I, will, I will pick it up it is like a um, character quiz like a good character test Personal yeah I, I said earlier on i yeah. was like are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> disown me if i become the wrong mage but apparently yeah. there is no wrong answer there's no that, wrong answer I'm, and i have friends who you know are they represent each and every element and of the mages I'm a water mage, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what which mage you are. Well, it was interesting because you said, uh, 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 was it your brother or a friend of yours? Is is like obsessed, his like whole company is based around fire and he got fire My, my brother, yeah, and your he's brother. got fire, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he always wears red as well, you said. Yes. So, so it's literally, it was exactly him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously pretty good, this, yeah, this character. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and it's not like they ask you silly questions like, you know, some of these Facebook quizzes. Oh, where it's like, Oh, where would you feel most comfortable, by the sea or, you know, in the volcano or something? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I wonder which mage I'll end up with if I pick volcano. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. no, it's nothing like that. It's more, you know, based on, uh, based on, what on on a situation say for example, how would you deal with... how would you deal with this how mm -hmm. would you deal with that and it's more about your character traits and so it goes much deeper than that i thought that was really interesting i don't know if the developers put as much thought into it as they think they have but you know well, it just probably. seems that I way mean, it just you know I, i'm i'm a big uh a big rpg fan and especially classic rpgs used to have a lot of that kind of you know um because especially back then especially with like the old ultima games and stuff it, it wasn't like you're not role playing as a character um you're role playing as yourself like yeah. it's it's you 
uh, like the Ultimate Games, Richard Garriott had the Avatar. So you are the Avatar. And the whole point was that it's it's you and, and you've been sucked into the into the world. Um, so it's it's your decisions and your actions. And, and there's all of that kind of, uh, you know, in, in the Ultimate Games, there was all of that moral stuff as well. Like if you steal from a shopkeeper later in the game, they'll refuse to help you because you stole from them even if you got away with it you know so it kind of has that moralistic thing going on as well and i think a lot of those older games they, they really did kind of delve into that kind of like you know what kind of a person are you and, and how does that affect you know who you are in the game and, and how, how the game progresses it's really fun and it's nice to see a modern game doing that because mm. um, you said this is this is very king's quest like isn't it it's very much in the spirit of the old sierra games yeah and i, I... It just it just teaches you morals as well, doesn't it? Like I for think it's children. great for it kids. Really, yeah, yeah, it really yeah, did good. when I was a kid. It really helped me with my moral compass. You, know, you, you treat animals right, and they may even come to your aid and help you. You never know. Absolutely, I feel the same. I mean, yeah. Ultimate did that for me. That was my moral compass as a yeah. kid. I mean, look what happened in Blackfeather Lane. Like I just followed there all these go. random animals after asking for help. Now, then... would you have done that if you hadn't played Kings? Exactly. Quest? Probably not. Actually, no. there you go. So you know, <laughs> and it led to an amazing album. So uh, yeah, and, oh, and congratulations again on, on the album. Oh, it's, thank it's, you, and thank you fantastic. for your help. Came to me everything. at the perfect time. Oh, you're welcome. It was pleasure, a pleasure. Like I said, it was a pleasure to make and i look forward to more projects in the future i can't wait but we are uh, we are gearing up for a cheat meal we are it's cheat day pizza what is your favorite cheat meal pizza okay Italian so we're, we're, pizza. we're going for the best yes yeah i'm <laughs> uh, gonna go find some some awesome vegan pizza after this so uh no it's been a pleasure is there anything you wanted to to plug anything you wanted to, to say obviously i will put a link in the description to the the latest album and uh, and obviously your website but if there's anything else you want to talk about before we uh, before we head off and eat pizza no not anything that comes to mind right now no, no. okay well, well uh, obviously uh, keep an eye out for the book uh, which will be hopefully coming out in the near future um, and potentially a new album or single who knows but uh, but yeah so thank you everybody and uh, we will well we'll see you in the future i'm sure mira as well. oh. we'll have you back again oh thank you um, for having me back oh anytime i think next time we'll probably be talking about your book maybe we can go through your book but uh yeah That'll be fun until then thank you for listening everybody and we'll catch you next time